0: Welcome to the Spiro Pictures Podcast, where we like to infuse a little hope, life, and entertainment and joy into your day. So grab your beverage of choice and some popcorn, because the show starts now. Okay. Huh. D- did you know that my pillow actually has way more than just pillows? I mean, of course, they have pillows, but they also have blankets, slippers, Towels, travel pillows, dog blankets, mattresses, sheets, and even more pillows. So to check out all of the things that they have over there, go to spiropillow.com and you'll get 66% off of your order today. But make sure that you use the promo code SPIRO.
1: Welcome back to Sproutomics for Kids. I am Abigail, Thayer, the host, and today we are talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott about delayed gratification. Recently, I watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and sometimes we can feel we feel like Ver- Veruca, and we want it now, which waiting is sometimes hard. We also talked about giving with Dr. Herc recently in the film Charlie. In the film Charlie chose to do the right thing, and he gave back his everlasting, everlasting Gobstopper. So can we, so can we play the Veruca um, clip? Hey, Daddy, I want a golden goose. Here we go again. All
2: right, sweetheart. All right, Daddy will get you a golden goose as soon as we get home. No. want one of those bunker how much do you want for the golden goose they're not for sale name the price
3: she can't have one
1: who says i can't
3: the man with a funny hat i want one
1: i want a golden goose
3: come on charlie let's get out of here i'll get even with him if it's the last thing i ever do slugworth wants a gobstopper and he'll get one
1: Mr. Wonka?
2: So shines a good deed in a weary world. Charlie!
1: My boy. You won! You did it! You did it! I knew you would! I just knew you would! Oh, Charlie. Forgive me for putting you through this.
2: Please forgive me. Come in, Mr.
0: Wilkinson. Charlie, meet Mr. Wilkinson.
2: Pleasure.
1: So now that we watched those clips, um, we know that um, sometimes you can be like Verka, and maybe you don't have to fall down a bad egg chute, <laughs> but <laughs> you can also be like Charlie. Maybe you don't have to meet a very, maybe an enemy of a chocolate maker, but... <laughs> Maybe you can get like a big prize like he did. So now that we talked about that, can we bring on Doctor Kirk Elliott, please? Hi, Doctor Kirk Elliott. How are you today?
3: Great, Abigail. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing as fine as well. So we just watched some clips from Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. So if you have if you have been watching our show, people know I have been saving for a loft bed. So. Since we're talking about delayed gratification, why why is it sometimes hard to to um save because of of gratification? And what is delayed gratification anyway?
3: Well, delayed gratification is just waiting. Just waiting for what you want, right? So it's uh, have you ever heard the phrase of they've got a, a hole in their pocket? Right? Their money just burns right through their pocket, right? It's because they can't save. People sometimes just have this 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 desire to want to go buy everything they can see, not wait. And so, um, for example, when my when my son was young, like way younger than you, uh, we always used to kind of tease him a little bit because he would. Get some money. And and rather than saving up for something bigger, you would go to the grocery store and get a bunch of gum or something like that. Right. It's like so then when he wanted the something big, he would never have enough money for it. So so adults have the same problem. though. So when when you have delayed gratification as an adult, you're basically paying cash for the stuff that you want whether it's a, a bike or a car, or groceries or whatever, right? You just don't buy something until you have the funds available. Now, if you don't have the funds available and you still want it, and it's like, that's when people go into debt, right? They put it on their credit card. It's like, I just needed it right now. I just needed it. And, blah. but there's really nothing in life that you really need right now, Abigail. It can almost always wait. Um, in fact, we have a, we have a rule, uh, when my kids were growing up, um, if they wanted something, they had to think about it for 24 hours before they would, they would ask, ask, ask us as parents, Then they'd have to think about it for 24 hours. And if they still wanted it the next day, well, then if we had said yes and they still wanted it, well, then they could get it, right? But, but those impulse buying things, where you see something, you like it, then um, you just get it without thinking about it. That's how people get into debt and get into trouble.
1: Yeah. So how can we form good habits um, with our money, like saving?
3: Well, you're doing something really great that everybody should do, and that's have a budget, right? So on previous shows, we've gone over your budget, and you have this amount that you spend, you have the amount that you save, and you just don't get your loft bed, for example, until you have enough money to get it. Um, And so how do you do that? Well, you have a budget. So for every $100 that you make, you're going to put $10 towards investing, $10 towards savings. And, and if you keep doing that week after week after week, you'll ultimately be able to get what you want.
1: So last week we talked about giving from the heart. We saw Charlie do that when he do that. And that, can't, that can hmm. make delayed gratification longer. So if we keep giving from the heart, how, how do we get what we want?
3: Well, when you give, you can't, what a, a good lesson to remember is you can't outgive God. Right. So, so we, we should all give. And when you give, you know, a lot of times Christmas people think it's about receiving their gifts and their, presents. it's not, it's about giving. Right. So, so, like when, when I think about it, it's like, well, God gave us his son, his son gave us life. Right. So we are to mimic that kind of lifestyle of giving. So when, when we were, when I was first married to my wife, Abigail, um, we had nothing, we had like less than nothing. Right. And it was then that I learned how to give out of my need, not out of my abundance. And it changed my life forever. It's a universal law of success. When you give, you're going to receive. Now, you don't give to receive right you give because you want to give but there is that net benefit of you're going to receive when when you give that's just god's law
1: yeah so i i've got a i've given about, um there's like five presents under a tree that are from me to all my members of my family and about two presents each for each of my friends so i've I've spent a little bit of money, but some of them are homemade, and I don't have to spend any money on them so but I still gave them presents, so
3: yeah it's it's the heart that matters, right, and you wanted to bless them with something that you took the time and those are the best kind of gifts yeah.
1: My cousin lives in California, and I'm gonna mail her a little belt that I made for her. It, it's got a fabric that has horses and horseshoes on it. I hope she likes it.
3: Well, I yeah. hope she's not watching this show actually. <laughs> so no. you just spoiled it. Good no, hopefully it'll still be a surprise because that sounds awesome.
1: Yeah. So you you also teach about investing. Why should we invest rather than buy what we want now?
3: Well, because when you invest, there's something called compound returns. and so so, if you invest one hundred dollars and it grows ten percent in a year, so you have hundred and ten dollars, right? Well, then you have one hundred and ten dollars working for you for the next year, right? So you get more. And then that so ten percent of hundred and ten is like another eleven bucks, right? So now you have hundred and twenty one working for you. so that's that's compound interest. It just continues to grow. But, but the more that you invest, the more it's going to be worth down the road, which just means if you, if you, let's just say you needed 20 bucks to buy something, right? And you had a hundred dollars. Well, if it grew 20% in a year, you now have 120 bucks. What did you just do? Rather than spending it up at front and lose it forever, you let that $100 grow. Now you had 120 All you did was spend the growth. You still have all your original money left, right? So so that's why when you invest and you have delayed gratification and you wait to buy something, you could have your cake and eat it too, right? You could have all of your investment plus just spend the growth and still get what you want.
1: Yeah. Is investing in silver and gold better than cryptocurrencies?
3: I, yes, for various reasons. I mean, sometimes cryptocurrencies can grow more than gold or silver. Sometimes gold or silver can grow more than cryptocurrencies, right? But, but inherently gold and silver are less risky because they're things, right? We've seen over the last couple of weeks, some cryptocurrency companies just go bankrupt. They just went away. They're, they're gone, right? When was the last time gold or silver was worth nothing? Well, the answer is never. When was the last time oil or gas were worth nothing? Well, never. How about a house? Well, never. See, things never go to zero. A company can. That's why inherently gold or silver are safer than things that can just go to zero because things never go to zero.
1: Yeah, sort of like how my loft bed, it might just raise up, but I don't think I'll ever go to zero. Then I'll be able to get it free. (laughs) <laughs>
3: and it's not going to be free. Somebody has to make money on it. That's why things never go to zero.
1: Yeah. So what if people have only oh, what? What if people only have a little money?
3: Well, the great thing about silver is it's about twenty something dollars an ounce, so you don't need a lot to invest in silver. Gold is about seventeen hundred dollars an ounce. You obviously do need more money to invest in gold, but. But silver is a low-cost-per-ounce item, so you don't need an awful lot to invest in it.
1: Yeah. So thank you for sharing, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Um, so viewers out there, you can you can talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott's team by going to SproutGold.com or calling the number on your screen. Leave your comments and questions below. And don't forget the little elf-on-the-shelf contest. We'll see you next time, Dr. Kirk.
0: Bye-bye. Oh, hi.
1: Hey. hey.
0: Welcome back.
2: We're here to tell you about parasites today. (laughs) And I'm not talking about Nancy Pelosi. No,
3: I don't don't think the public is going to be done with
2: Dr. Jason Dean has told us about these nasty little suckers. He
0: actually showed us pictures. Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) Kind of reminded us of the movie Alien. These voters are not to be mistaken for politicians.
2: Even though they're kind of slimy and sucking the life out of you.
0: But you can drain your own personal swamp with Dr. Jason Dean's Parasite Protocol. Go to healthwithspiro.com and check out all of Dr. Jason Dean's products. He even has an autism protocol and a parasite protocol for kids.
2: It's important right now, more than ever before, to change sick care into health care. Dr. Jason Dean is amazing, him and his wife, and they really care about your health.
0: Not only does he have these really great products, but he also has an amazing support system, provides trainings, and a really awesome Telegram channel.
2: Where you can talk crap with your friends.
0: So go to healthwithspiro.com to check out Dr. Jason Dean's Parasite Protocols and drain your personal swamp today. Ew. Two parasites walk into a bar. And one of them says, what bank do you work for?
3: <laughs> Imagine a world where um, we're heading to right now, sadly, with the U.S. dollar. And that is a dollar where nobody wants it. Right. Because we've never had that. We had since the early 1900s, you know, uh, actually 1944, uh, Bretton Woods basically became the dollar became the world's reserve currency. Right. It means everybody in the globe kind of needed it.
2: Yeah.
3: Right. So. So then in the 70s, it turned into the petrodollar. Right. So the petrodollar meant all oil settlements were transacted in the U.S. dollar. There is built in demand for it. people always needed it or wanted it. Right. But, but now with, with the BRICS nations, um, coming into really like, I don't know, communism on steroids. I mean, really they're, they're taking over the the whole Western financial system, getting rid of all the demand for the dollar by saying Saudi Arabia telling China, it's like, Hey, you don't have to pay for oil anymore in us dollars pay for it and whatever else. Right. So no more demand for the dollar. That puts us on the same playing field as like Venezuela or Argentina or Cyprus or Greece, right? Where when their currency didn't have any kind of tangible backing and they print without discretion, it evaporates, right? And you have massive amounts of inflation.
2: Right. And, and, you know, we filmed The Trump I Know in 2020, and we were talking to Ali Bristow over there at uh, Trump campaign, and she was talking about how... Trump was meeting with the leaders of Venezuela and he was really considering what they were saying and all that kind of stuff and he wanted to prevent that from happening to the United States but it happened so quickly and now we are seeing that you know he's not currently in office or anything like that and we are seeing with this administration and with all of the stuff that's happened with the World Economic Forum that things are happening so quickly right now and people are very afraid so what can they do to kind of hedge themselves and be recessive? Session proof, you know, because we're headed towards a depression right now. And so people are in survival mode. How can we set them up for success?
3: Well, when you invest, you always want to invest for safety, right? And in in a world where there's so many unknowns, so much uncertainty, turbulence, turmoil, change, you name it, right? Um, You want something that has real tangible value, right? Because look what happened with cryptocurrencies over the last couple of weeks. FTX went away. I mean the guy who owned FTX, Sam Frankman fried right? He yeah. how much money did he lose in 72 hours? Billions. Yeah. Billions. He lost he lost 16 billion dollars yeah. in 72 hours. Went from 16 billion to nothing. And then and then just a couple of days ago, um BlockFi filed right. for bankruptcy. So there's this contagion. So these companies went to zero, right? Mm-hmm. When was the last time you saw oil or gas go to zero? Right never how about real estate never how about gold or silver never why because things don't go to zero mm-hmm. right because they all uh, intrinsically have value so how to recession proof yourself or what I think we're, we're going to actually have is worse than a recession I think yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have an inflationary depression yep so the two words what do they mean depression means business cycle stuff the nobody's working nobody's buying yeah. the economy's basically shutting down but inflation prices are going up that's a policymaker's nightmare right. when when the economy's shutting down nobody's working or can afford anything but prices go up it's like oh it's the worst so so but what did we just talk about what goes up with inflation things yeah so investing in gold or silver that's how you recession proof yourself in times like this and how you can truly have a smile on your face